You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and today I'm joined by... I might as well just, you're my co-host. I'd say, as usual. Yeah, as Lately, usual. as usual. David. Yes, it's <laughs> me. David, yay. I'm waiting for the one where you say, your host as usual, and just just me. Like, just you, all by yourself. Cause... Yeah, that won't happen, because who just wants to listen to just me? <laughs> hey. No one. <laughs> might be our most listened to podcast. You never know. I mean, for like, what, all four people that li- <laughs> Like, it's confirmed. Allie. Um, Carolyn, hey, shout out to you, Carolyn. She told me she mm-hmm. listens. We know our spouses listen. Yep, yep. So that's for sure yep. four people. And Shauna, yeah. Shauna said she listened. Five. Hey, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> There's and whenever Amy does it, it's it's funny to me because I'll be maybe downstairs working on something. I'll be working and I'll hear voices. Uh-huh. Because she puts it loud enough and then she's like washing oh, dishes or something. Yeah. So I've had moments where I'm like, why is Shauna here? Like, you know, back before or like, why yeah. am I hearing Malia? Um, <laughs> You're like, man, yeah. I'm at home. I don't want to hear yeah. that at home. One time I heard myself and I'm like, oh, she's listening to a sermon. But then there's a podcast. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. But hey, anyways. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure she appreciated it. Didn't I give her like a shout out last time too? Because, yeah. Probably. Yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe that's why people need to start listening. They might get, you know. Yes, yes. Yes. You know, that's when you know you've made it. That's right. When Malia and David say your name on the <laughs> B-side. <laughs> Famous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, too funny. So um, today we are, I guess we're kind of kicking off. We kicked off our new sermon series on Sunday. Yep. Um, going through First Peter verse by verse. And so this is the first time we've really gotten to kind of talk about it a little more deeply and and it's probably a good opportunity for you because I mean I know there's probably way more you have to say like you said on Sunday there was Mm -hmm. you could do a sermon off of just the first couple verses the reading um yeah so one of the things I love about doing these series I love our topical series too those are always a lot of fun um but man the verse by verse series like there's just something about um walking through the text, mm-hmm. not skipping anything. Mm-hmm. You can't hide from anything that makes you uncomfortable or that's hard to yep. understand. Like you're and we've said this before, you're gonna you're gonna bump up against stuff that you don't usually. Um and so I, I also really love that um through that we are, you know, drawing out the original meaning of the text, looking at the context of when it was written and, and not just automatically trying to make it into something yep. that is about us yep. or that fits our life now. It does fit our life now, mm-hmm. but that shouldn't be the first thing we automatically jump to. Yep. And so um, I just I really appreciate that we've, you know, in the last few years have kind of switched to doing this occasionally because, it, man, it's so good to stretch ourselves a mm-hmm. little bit. And I know that for some people, as we've done these, it's kind of the first time they've really walked through a book in its entirety. Uh, so it, it's just a, a, a good way to be studying yeah. scripture. Yeah, it, it is. As you're saying all that, I'm looking at you know the Bible open here, and and it's one of the one of the greatest things is when they divided scripture into chapter and verse. Mm-hmm. But it's also can be one of the worst when you're when you're because we mm-hmm. we approach it and we're like, well, I'm going to read this section because then you got headings, you know, like your Bibles right. have headings, so you read a section and you and you stop at the heading. And you're like, oh, I read that section, but you lose the entirety of the thought. 
you lose so much when you just, oh, I'm going to read this chapter. And, and then we, we lose what the author is trying to portray through multiple chapters or through. And, and that's what I feel kind of with with this one with first Peter, because even as we pick it up this coming Sunday, mm-hmm. it's just, a, it's all continuation of thought, you know? Yep. And, and, um, you're right. It's, you tackle stuff and, and I had to with this one, there's some yeah, stuff, you know, there's some words in there that's like, okay, like, this, this <laughs> yeah, be interesting. All the fun, like <laughs> cities and <laughs> like people's names that you come across sometimes yeah. it's like, Oh my goodness. But yep. like Matt said, you just say it with confidence. Say it with confidence. And no one's going to like argue well, with you. Well, any, anybody that was here Sunday, if you paid attention, I didn't say them anyway. Oh, you so didn't? I, I wondered didn't. actually when I, I was um, kind of looking back over as we as I got ready for our podcast. I was like, hmm, I don't know if I remember him saying Cappadocia or yep, <laughs> yep, Nope, or... I didn't. Nope. <laughs> that was smart. And well done because I didn't I, notice. Well, the way I feel it, it's like you can read it. It's right there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. Um, yeah. So it, it's really great because when we do it this way, we're not necessarily uh, bringing our own agendas to mm-hmm. the table, which is so easy to do. And I'm guilty just as the next person is. Um, so, yeah, very yep. excited for this. I love First Peter. It's such a great uh, letter. Yes. Um, so. Like I just said, at the beginning of your sermon, you said you could preach a whole sermon on just the greeting, yeah, the first opening verses, um, and and I feel like this is the section that most of us probably typically would just blow right past. Right, right like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 we mm-hmm. get it, and then like let's get to the good stuff, right? Yeah. Um. So I just maybe elaborate on that. Okay. Well, so there's just so see that's where you, when you talk about when you want to preach or teach, you can you can read a section of scripture and pull out just even one word mm-hmm. and say, hey, we're just gonna we're gonna focus on this. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I you could do a whole sermon just on let's talk about election. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. I I didn't yeah. get into let's talk about the different views of this, but let's yep. talk about why each one you know because then I, I could talk about that, but still preach on unity. That would in the be sense a good of, sermon you know, series. Uh, different views of it different would things. be well that that was the whole point remember we go way back that was the point of coffee and conversation was yeah. Matt and I were supposed to debate but yeah um but there's a podcast podcast out there people can listen to us debate if it's still out there but oh yeah um but that's what I'm saying when you look at that opening there's so much and then you know that's just one word and then I was thinking about exiles you could we could do a let's yeah. talk about what that means to be an exile that 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 Peter is telling them, you know, this is your mindset. And it's not an exile that they've been pushed out of Israel. This is, you're an exile here. Mm-hmm. Like, so we could do a whole sermon on what it means to be a stranger and a foreigner um, in, in all of this. And then you just get into all these, you know, talking about the foreknowledge of God. What does that mean? What does that look like? You know, we just touched, lightly touched it. You know, some mm-hmm. of the studying I was doing this, it, it, it that that word for foreknowledge, one commentator said that you could actually uh, define it as uh, for love, like mm. this idea of God had a love before everything else for us, mm. and and it was this beautiful picture that that commentator was painting of God's love for creation and for us and mankind, and and mm-hmm. again motivated by all this, and then you know we could talk about God still chose to save us even though if we all think about how horrible we are mm-hmm. you know and again not to, but just all the ways that we have just you know the rebellion of man but yet um there's just so much with the for you know and then yeah. let's you know then talk about sanctification of this you know of the spirit positional sanctification we could have talked more into the position that god put us we could have talked more about we are god's treasured possession that's mm-hmm. what that's what peter's talking about here is you know do you not realize who you are because of the sanctification of the spirit 
and then bringing it back to our responsibility. He sanctified you to be obedient to the son. So we could do a whole sermon, you know, we could talk about holiness and and what it means to live out your Christianity. And and then even in that first part, Peter's pulling out the, the Trinity, yeah, we could have done. I mean, he's talking about the Father. He's talking about the Spirit. He's talking, and and their mm-hmm. co work in the in, in our the plan lives. of salvation in the yeah. plan. Of, and and mm-hmm. so just There's in that opening, right there. yeah, he's dropping tons of theological truth. Yeah, that it, it's funny because a lot of you know pe- people would look at Peter as he's he's just that fisherman. Paul was mm-hmm. the theological one. It's like no, and right. Peter's showing you. I mean, he knows his stuff. Yeah. And, and he just right at the beginning lays it all out. Well, and I I think I even said when we kind of were discussing this before you preached on Sunday uh, at staff meeting, we kind of went through this uh, chunk of scripture and that's for you, Haley. Um, And we talked about how, I think I said something about how like Peter is just more relatable Mm -hmm. to us than Paul, Mm -hmm. because like you don't see Paul, like other than maybe before his conversion, obviously, but after, you know, post-conversion, we don't see all of Paul's missteps necessarily, Mm -hmm. where we see Peter like messing up over and over and just his humanness. And I think we just see ourselves a lot in that. Um, and I appreciated how you pointed out that even their greetings mm-hmm. and their the way they start their letters was different. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've never noticed before. So like I told you the other day, I was like, I was flipping back in my Bible at some of Paul's letters. And I'm like, oh, like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was something kind of neat that I learned. Yeah, yeah. Paul always had to defend his, you know, he had to defend his position um, as an apostle. And then, well, this was something you pointed out too, which I, again, another sermon when we were talking, um, you pointed out instead of you did that, that even the make grace and peace, that mm. one of them's a, yep. a Jewish uh, greeting and one yep. of them's a Gentile greeting. And I, I thought about that also, not mm-hmm. as far as preaching it, but I'm sure. like, what a cool way that Paul's also showing, Hey, you're a United church. Yep. Like yep. there's a bond here. Yeah. And, and he's saying won. like, I see you all. Yeah. 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 So, um, because so, in Christ there's no yeah. Jew or Greek. So there's even, a, I mean, there's a sermon there about the unity of yeah. background and experience and how God makes us a united people. I, um, I always just like to, to try to picture, which we never could do it justice, but what this, what these churches were like mm. with the, the uniting of Jews and Greeks, just the, it's how different. Yeah. Or not, yeah. Gen, well, I meant Gentiles, but Greeks. Yeah. yeah. So it's just so crazy to me. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What do you think it'd be like to be in a church service with a group of people that were taught, well, you're you're mm-hmm. unclean. Yeah. Like, I can't even be in your presence. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the, the announcement goes out like, hey, we're going to be over at this Gentile's house yeah. for the potluck this afternoon or whatever. Like, you know, we it's think like, we have tension now. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like that's anything compared to this. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It's just insane to me. Yeah. yeah. So... And again, that's just the first two verses Yeah, that there's so many like, and again, that's that, that beauty of, you can just take a, it's not picking content, but it's like, Hey, this is idea that he's laying mm-hmm. out there and let's go deeper into that one idea. There's just so many ideas yeah. just in those two verses. Yeah. So, and if we didn't approach a book like this, you know, a book in the Bible like this, we would never, I feel like we'd miss that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like I said, that, that greeting is usually the first thing that we kind of just blow right past because they all seem so similar. But once you actually read them, they aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they have kind of a framework a lot of times. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff there. Yep, there so, definitely is. 
One question that came up for me, um, actually not, strangely not when I pre-read this or during the sermon, but after the fact, when I was looking over it again, was, um, let's see here, in verse 7, it says, no, maybe it's not verse 7. What do I have written down here? Oh, yeah, I do have it written. Okay, yes, verse 7. It says, um, what do you think is meant by, and I didn't have this in our notes. This is something I just noticed. At the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you think that means? Because hasn't he already been revealed during, like, the incarnation? A lot of what I think Peter's trying to do is, yes, he was. That was his revealing is that. But this is, there's a lot of references uh, Peter's going to make that's making us look beyond now. Mm-hmm. to the culmination of all things, mm. the fulfillment of all things. Mm-hmm. The revelation of Christ is going to be the moment when all of mankind will look upon the Son of God. The revelation of, you know, that every knee shall bow, every right. tongue confess. And, and that's where I, I say, you know, when he says, because he's talking about the testing of our faith being, you know, more than gold in that. And then he says, is going to result in praise, glory, and honor mm-hmm. when that moment comes. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be that moment when everything is brought together, um, when we see Christ glorified in his fullness you know right now it's easy for me to focus on the testing and the trials and be overwhelmed by it and and be oh i don't know how much more i can take but this is that moment of complete victory Mm -hmm. um you know and and maybe one of the ways because jesus also talked about the end times is going to be you know he compares it to women in labor Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to use this analogy he did, but again, I don't know what this is like, so <laughs> people can be it's upset with fun. me or not, you know, <laughs> whatever. But, you know, it's that you hear it said, and I'm saying I've heard, you know, it's said, that yeah, women in labor, labor, horrible, horrible pain, and, and there's just mm-hmm. so much with that. But then at the moment when it's finished and the mm-hmm. child is there, right, it's complete, Yeah, it was worth it. That's why kids you know? have siblings. Well, so that's the thing, obviously, because, yeah. I, so I think you kind of, if you think about it in that way, is Peter is trying to say, hey, you guys are having it hard right now, but there's going to come a moment where you're just going to be, man, it was so worth it. Mm-hmm. it. This, there was, why did we even question? And and that's where I, you know, I think I said on Sunday that we're going to look back at some of our testing and the darkest times in our testing, and it's going to bring praise, glory, and sure. honor. Like, we're going to be like, that was so worth it. If mm-hmm. I would have known then that my attitude would have been completely different Mm -hmm. and I get it. It's hard. I mean, in the middle of the testing, it's not easy, but I I think that's just, that's what he's talking about Mm -hmm. is look past like it's coming. And again, here's the other thing we have to remember in this context. They were under the assumption this was, could possibly happen at any time. Right. You know, they weren't sitting there going, it's going to be 2000 years. (laughs) Yeah. They lived with an urgency of that. And that goes back to a couple of weeks ago. We have lost a lot of that urgency. Sure. Um, because we kind of sit here like, oh, it's been so long. It's going to be even. Mm-hmm. And, and But they weren't living under that. They were like, he could be here at any moment. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the other question I had was in verse 11. That's the one I was thinking I was talking about a little minute ago here. Um, let's see here. Where he says the spirit of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've ever noticed that before and I don't know if I've ever read that I'm sure Mm -hmm. it's somewhere else probably too but like usually when you think of the spirit Mm -hmm. it's usually they in the Bible it's referred to as the Holy Spirit he's referred to as the spirit Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know like spirit of living God Mm -hmm. spirit of like I think later in first Peter he says like the spirit of glory Mm -hmm. maybe even but um yeah spirit of Christ so like I know there's always a reason for why language is the way it is everywhere in the Bible. So I'm just curious, like, 
I don't know. So I'll give you what I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go a lot in scripture, the the spirit is also refers, and you've mentioned some of like spirit of mm-hmm. glory, yeah. but you can also find references where like the spirit of wisdom, or he's referred to as the spirit of grace or the spirit of glory. Um, from what I was always kind of told with this context is the spirit is given a title or a name based on the uh, function that he's fulfilling at that time. Or like what he's doing at sure. that time. So, you know, like the spirit of wisdom. He is the source of mm-hmm. wisdom. He provides wisdom. So in this context, from what I was always you know, taught is referring to him as the spirit of Christ is the spirit was the one that was manifesting the prophecies and the promises mm-hmm. of Christ and the work that he was going to do. He was proclaiming Christ's function. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the context there. Um and again, it's not a great, I mean, when I say a great answer, it's, it's, I still kind of said, okay, but it's interesting. Yeah. Um, like the, just the choice of that. Yeah. The choice words, of the word. That's why I was like, huh. But that, that was the, you know, as I was kind of studying that, that was a lot of what was coming out of that was mm-hmm. it just shows the, the function of the Holy Spirit in that moment and the multiple mm-hmm. ministries he's had in his work in the Old Testament. He was proclaiming the function like yeah. he was proclaiming. That was his job in that moment was to sure. no, that makes proclaim sense. the promises of Christ and yeah, the work that of makes Christ. Sense. I think that maybe we have these questions sometimes because I think the spirit like that person of the trinity is really hard to understand and wrap our head around like we're like okay god yep jesus yep but the spirit still has this like mystery Mm -hmm. and like i've read books i've you know done studies and it's still like even the more i i learn it's like almost like i go backwards because the less i feel like i understand um but yeah yeah Yeah. well and this one for me it doesn't I don't want to say it causes confusion, but it can cause mm-hmm. confusion because now all of a sudden it's like a blending of Jesus and the yeah, spirit together. I think that's what is confusing to me. And, yeah. and, and that's where, because as an example, you know, how often do we say things like, well, Jesus lives inside of me. Well, right. he doesn't. Right. The spirit does. Yes. Yeah. Right. But then mm-hmm. you, you see those words and you're like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. But I think that also testifies to the, the, the unity of the Trinity. Yeah. yeah. You know, Absolutely. like while it is the Holy Spirit, that person of the Trinity that's in me, it's mm-hmm. still the spirit of Christ. It's still the spirit of the father. It's, I mean, it, that's what I'm saying. It's hard. Yeah. It's cause it's so far beyond us. Yeah. We'll it's, never understand it. No. I mean, even I, I wonder too, like when we're in heaven someday, like I feel like we're still going to be learning. Um, so like, are we ever really going to fully understand? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. we'll, we'll care that we don't understand that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll have more understanding though, right? I think we're going to have a lot of light bulb moments of like, oh, that's what that meant. Or, yeah. Is it going to be, I mean, totally magnified, but like kind of like how when you're, uh, when you turn 30, you look at like when you were 20 and you're like, man, I was so dumb. (laughs) And then like, then when you turn 40, you look back when you were 30 and you're like, man, I was still was kind of (laughs) dumb. So I'm like, yeah, maybe each. I I think you take the smartest person alive when it comes to God. Like uh-huh. th- that's one of the things uh, I remember hearing a story of you know um, Billy Graham, you know one of the greatest you know just of our time, and how he had this extreme love for the Scripture, just to have it read to him and all that. So here's a guy that I would think like, man, you should be the one teaching, mm-hmm. and he just. I bring that up because I think there's going to be this moment in heaven when we start seeing and understanding. I mean, we might think we we know stuff here. And we're going to realize, like, I mm-hmm. knew nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even come close yep. to oh, comprehending. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You know? So. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to remember from Sunday, but verse 12 um, references uh, the prophets. Mm -hmm. And so um, did you say much about that on Sunday? I I didn't. We kind of skipped over. I mean, we didn't skip over, but we got short on time. And and there wasn't a whole lot that I had planned to say with that. other than, you know, this reference to, to Peter, I think, again, remember, he's, he's trying to encourage. He's trying to energize the church. And when I read these words, when I read these words, I, I get the if I was receiving this, this would mm-hmm. be a message to me of comfort because it would be this is how big God's plan is. Mm-hmm. Right. This wasn't something. I mean, I think it, Peter's also relating to us like, guys, we didn't make this up. This wasn't thought up by Jesus in the sense of, you know, right. 20 years ago, this just came out of nowhere. It, it's laying this out. Can't you see the grandness of God's plan mm-hmm. that he was speaking through the prophets for you and that these people that we look up to, mm-hmm. right? Like we look at Moses and we look at these great heroes of the faith and, and he's saying, man, they didn't, they weren't even serving themselves. They were doing it for you because you're in a greater, like mm-hmm. you're in the better time yeah. is what he's, what he's ultimately got the saying. Whole thing now. You got the whole, like the mystery has been mm-hmm. revealed. Um, so again, it's that encouragement because like, think of all the stuff the prophets had to go mm-hmm. through and, and, and the, and the, the trials and all that. Yeah. And they weren't, they just got a little piece of yeah. it. You get everything. It just, it makes you admire them even yeah. more because they didn't they didn't get jesus yeah. and so gosh yeah. we have a hard time mm-hmm. and we know <laughs> yeah. yeah and i think this is another great this idea of they weren't serving themselves but they were serving you is is mm-hmm. for us to also this is why we should be in the old testament yeah this is why we should not discredit and and learn from the Amen. prophets and stuff because again peter's reminding us this was for you mm-hmm. there's 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 stuff there for you that God wanted. Um, so it, it's just that encouragement of, man, God's been working for a long time. Mm-hmm. And if he's working, if he's been faithful this whole time through the prophets and through all of this, and now you have the fullness of the mystery revealed to you, it's just that encouragement. Yeah. Of like you're in the better time. We're in the, we're in the season of grace, the season of the church and God's grace. And even though it's difficult, he's like, this mm-hmm. is the better time. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. So let's, um, as we kind of get close to, to finishing up here, let's spend a little time talking about those angels. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Cause you know, all of us, it's like all of a sudden he throws in this weird thing where I think it's probably, I don't know if it feels off or not, but it's like, huh? Okay. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts? So, I think this feeds into, again, that idea of rejoicing who we are and where we are and what mm-hmm. we're included in, because I think we look at angels as, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm envious of, you know, like, yeah. I want to be an angel or I'm, I'm envious of this. And, yeah. and, and Peter's trying to tell us like, man, no matter the glory you think they have, like they, they want to look into what God's offering mm-hmm. you. Like he's not offering it to them. Like these, these angelic beings will never get this promised holy you know promised uh, gospel mm-hmm. or the indwelling of the holy spirit or understanding go back to the beginning they they don't understand i mean they understand it but they don't get to experience sanctification they don't get to experience um the indwelling presence of god they don't get to experience the promises of you are my child mm-hmm. um they don't get to experience grace like this and and i think this is peter's way of saying man, the 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 glory of heaven 
and the angelic beings are looking at what God's offering us and they're like, man, we want to experience it. Like we would, mm-hmm. sometimes I think they look at us and especially when it comes to proclaiming the gospel, mm-hmm. I wonder if they look at and they can see all that God's doing behind the scenes in our lives, all of this. And I wonder how many times they sit there and say, man, like they look at God, like put us in the game, man. You yeah. used us before to proclaim this to the world. Yeah. Put us back in because why aren't they doing it? Yeah. Why aren't they excited? Yeah. Why aren't they passionate about this? And so it's, I, I, that's what I think about when I hear that is just angels sitting on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like I want to be in the game because this yeah. is amazing. I've heard it described as, um, like trying to describe a sunset to someone who's never seen, seen a it, sunset. Yeah. Um, because they just have angels have no firsthand knowledge of what it's like oh. to be redeemed mm-hmm. in the way that we are. Um, and honestly, when you were talking about this on Sunday, I wanted to like shout like this isn't your grandma or your aunt that passed away. Like yeah. they aren't angels. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like they're different beings mm-hmm. than we are. Um, so, I mean, this is, this is some good text for people to see like, yeah, exactly. We don't become angels. Yeah. And we, and that's, and we shouldn't want, want to. to. Yeah. We shouldn't want exactly. to. Exactly. Um, the idea, I mean, here's the thing. Angels are amazing. Mm-hmm. They're, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to seeing angels. Yeah. But, I don't know. People are always scared of them when they see them. Well, I'm hoping like by the time I'm there, (laughs) it won't be as freaky. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's, uh, they, we were created to be, they're not created in God's image. Mm -hmm. Mm. Again, that's, Mm -hmm. that's the whole. That's a really good point. Even that one right there, it makes me wonder if they, they long to look into these things like, man, what is it like to be created in God? Yeah. And so, again, I find it Peter trying to encourage us, like, you don't understand what you're being Mm -hmm. offered full, like. This is amazing. And, and you know, um, yeah. I just see it all as an encouragement. He's trying to get us to be like, yeah, f- yeah. be excited about what is yours. Um, this The study that I did referenced um, Exodus 25 mm-hmm. in this instance. And, um, like, that's basically where um, God is giving the instructions for the Ark of the Covenant. And, okay, so we think about what's in the Ark of the Covenant. Um, what? A copy of the Ten Commandments, Aaron's mm-hmm. staff that budded, mm-hmm. and a jar of manna. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it's when he's giving the instructions for the Ark of the Covenant, it's talking about the cherubim um, and how they're actually like they're looking towards each other, they're, or they're facing each other, and they're like gazing down at the cover at the mm-hmm. mercy seat. Um, and so it's like she was saying that basically it's kind of like they're symbolically gazing down, mm-hmm. longing to look. Mm. Um, and so I thought that was kind of interesting because yeah. I, I mean, it's again, that's one of those places in the Old Testament that people are probably like, oh, my goodness. Like, because it's a lot of yeah. instructions and yeah. um, things, but there there there's reason yep. for it. And it's, you know, when you actually study that, it's like so cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, and you talk about gazing at the mercy seat. I wonder, the angels are looking at this, and I don't want to speak for it because I don't know, but can you imagine them trying to wrap their heads around the grace and mercy of God? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you see angels that, okay, so, and not to get into, but <laughs> they experience the rebellion of Satan and the casting out of them from, you know, the 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 presence of God in the sense of being part of his angelic host. They see how God deals with rebellion, they, they experience that. Mm-hmm. And then they look at us as mankind. He's just broken. And, and God, they're watching God show grace and mercy. And it just makes me wonder if they ever sat there like, man, we just, we don't get it. But it's awesome. They're like, they're giving glory to God, but it, it's just so far because they're not 
they don't have the heart of God. They don't have the yeah. mind of God. And, and they just, I just wonder how often they sit in awe of yeah. what God gives to us, you know, and, and just kind of scratch their heads at times going, I don't understand why he continues to love them. Right. Oh, I'm sure. But he does. <laughs> and this is amazing that to David. us. David. Oh well, my goodness. You're telling me. <laughs> I'm looking at my Bible because isn't there something, isn't there a reference in Hebrews about angels wanting to be like us or... I swear there's something in Hebrews, but I can't remember now off the top of my head. The only thing I remember from Hebrews, if it was Hebrews, is I just remember the, the, the something upon the lines of entertaining angels. I don't know if that's oh. Hebrews. Is that Hebrews? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. This is what's bad when you have like biblical knowledge, but not enough to know what you're, you know. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. I read something yep. somewhere. But that's good. I feel like, um, and I told Matt this a while back, it's like when you finally commit to like, deep study and just taking your time in the word um like sometimes when i'm doing a study the author will reference something and it'll automatically like peak something in my brain that's like okay there's something in you know this i know you read something in this book that, and then they'll reference that and mm -hmm. i'm like yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> like some of it is actually sticking not yeah. all of it yeah. but you know it just takes time <laughs> well and and I'll say that when I mentioned about people getting the, you know, and studying and reading ahead with this, mm -hmm. it's, you know, how often can, I'll say this, it's whoever's listening, it's your job to know scripture at least well enough to know that I'm not saying anything that goes yes. against scripture. Right. And, and so that was one of the reasons I kind of made that joke. Cause it's, there's a lot less pressure when you're walking into people that know nothing. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's how false you know, teachers exactly. happen you know? because they don't think that we, they, yeah, yeah. Because we don't know our Bible. Yeah. So yeah. So when you know you have a church of people that are actually studying and mm -hmm. trying to understand, you know, because mm -hmm. I could get up there and say, well, the Greek of this word actually means da da da, da and right. you could come back and be like, wait a minute, that's not what that means. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I studied it. So, yeah. Yep. You know. Um, and I would, I would really too, as we wrap up here, um, just if you guys have questions, if you come across things as you're reading, um, that you're just like, you know, I'm not really sure I'm understanding that or David, we didn't get to this, you know, specific yeah. part or whatever. Let us know. Cause this is, this would be a great place to explore some of those things, mm -hmm. um, too. So is there anything else that you wanted to add at all, David? Or I, Oh, like just cause I thought this was interesting when I was doing mm -hmm. a little bit of, uh, I never heard this before, but in some traditions, Peter is referred to as the apostle of hope. Oh, that's cool. So I don't like think I've ever heard that. John is, you know, he's the apostle of love, love. Yeah. and, and, uh, Paul would be the apostle of faith. Okay. When you read mm -hmm. them, that's where they're, and, and then sure. they, they basically say Peter would be considered the apostle of hope hmm. that he is, his writing is to give hope to the church and hope to us. So I, I, like I, I appreciated when I read that because that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking when I approach this every time It's like, okay, if his intention was hope, if mm -hmm. that was the okay, what is hopeful out of what he's talking about? And mm -hmm. it's just kind of been a fun way to approach it. Yeah. You know, with that mindset. Yeah. So, And it's fun. I feel like a lot of the letters we've studied have been written by Paul, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. we've done verse by verse. I'm yep. trying to think in my head. Um, so it's kind of fun to, to read something that wasn't written by Paul for a change. It is, and isn't like, it? Yeah, just kind of different. So, Well, and that encouraged me also with the, you know, I never thought about it until I studied this, but mm -hmm. Peter's the one that was there from the beginning. Yeah. When we look at Paul, it's like, we, that's, yeah. he's the most of the New Testament. Right. But like, this is the guy that's, I mean, this is the guy that looked Jesus in the face and heard, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. 
Right. This yeah, is talk the guy. About missteps. Yeah. I mean, this he is the guy. He was called Satan by Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it adds a whole new dimension to this for me yeah. again is to think about all yeah. oh, the perspective that yeah. this man has. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Um, and I hope that you will enjoy this series. And gosh, really, at the end of the day, I hope that um, not only does this deeper dive into scripture just like make you love God more. Um, but makes you love his word more and yeah. just makes you more curious to want to, to continue to dive deep. So exactly. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for listening.